Are you trying to connect with your path in life? Do you have a hard time trusting your gut? Do you wonder why you keep attracting the same type of relationship energy? Do you wonder what intuition is and how it works? Get ready for the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This globally syndicated radio show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. Coming to you live on Blog Talk Radio, this hit show is tailor-made to help you realize your full potential through body, mind, and spirit. Dr. Elise brings her knowledge, experience, and sense of humor to each show while introducing you to guests from all over the world who are experts in the fields of spirituality, energy healing, holistic wellness, alternative medicine, and nutrition. Call in with your questions or share some of your own experiences in connection with your intuition and emotional healing. The Elise Intuition Radio Show starts now. Here's your host, Dr. Elise. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. I'm your host, Dr. Elise, and I help people heal their emotional bodies, connect to their intuition, and discover their life purpose through intuitive life coaching and flower essence. Our spiritual healing and wellness center is dedicated to helping individuals realize their full potential through their body, mind, and spirit by providing spiritual education, guidance, healing, and transformation through various digital platforms. You can find us at www.elisehealingcenter.com. Today, we have special guest, influence and relationship strategist, Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins here to share his genius nuggets on serving others on a platform unique to only your brand. But before we get into the show, let me just share a little bit about Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins. He is an author, coach, and professional speaker on relationships and influence. He's an internationally recognized podcast host and has been featured as a subject matter expert on dozens of podcasts, radio shows, and other media outlets. Aaron has over two decades of leadership experience as a law enforcement executive and has been teaching, coaching, and speaking since the 1990s. He holds a master's degree in administrative leadership with a focus on professional coaching, is a certified NLP practitioner, and a proud alumni of the invitation-only FBI National Academy, where he engaged in advanced leadership studies along delegates from dozens of countries. As is often the case, Aaron believes his greatest education has come from life itself, including fatherhood and his journey of marriage to his best friend and wife, Kathy, with whom he's been sharing life since 1996. His book, Million Dollar Influence, gives you actionable and research-backed insights to create life-changing connections trust and impact in your business and life. So on that note, guys, let's just welcome Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. Well, thank you so much for having me. Hi. 
How are you? Thank you so much for having me on today. It's great to talk to you. Likewise. Likewise. How's the weather? It's beautiful here. It really is. It's a it's a beautiful Jersey day today. Okay. Well, we always ask our each of our guests something about their intuition because each person is connected to his or her intuition differently. So at yeah. what point did your intuition kick in during your life and what did it tell you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you use the word kick because uh, that's, and you mentioned everybody's is different. That mine felt like very much like a kick. Uh, for me, it was in, in 2009, I, I found myself collapsed on my bedroom floor, couldn't move. Um, my, my vision was closing off. I couldn't hear. And I had, what I was doing there as I sat there was uh, experiencing a bunch of regret. And the story of that is I, I wound up waking up that morning. It was like one in the morning uh, with heart attack symptoms. I had massive chest pain. Um, I, I tried to get up and walk it off. I ultimately had to call my or wake up my wife and, and say, Kathy, I think you need to call 911. I think I'm having a heart attack. Worst pain of my life. And mm-hmm. I always tell people it was the, the worst and best day of my life um, because that experience really shook me to the core. And in my situation, I think I really needed it because I sat there thinking I was going to literally thinking I was dying. And that was my last moment. And instead of feeling fear, what I felt was regret. And, you know, this pain of regret that I could have done more, I could have been more, I could have had a lot more impact in my life. And through that experience, you know, my, my intuition has led me to demand more of myself, not just in terms of money or anything like that, but in terms of impact in the person I can actually be and how much I can actually impact the people around me. And, and you know, if, if I were to answer your question, what did my intuition tell me in just a brief phrase, it would be my intuition told me I'm capable of a lot more than I ever gave myself credit for. And I think that's the case with most people that I come across. Most people tend to downplay downplay their actual capability to impact. Uh, that that was my intuition. That was that was about a decade ago. It's hard to believe how much time went by, but uh, it's been a fun journey since then. Wow. <laughs> yes. Wow. I'm like speechless right now listening to your story. Were you? Um, you don't have to answer this question, but were you? Were you in the beginning of your, your career? Were you in your late mid middle age, or what, what time period did this kick in? Sure. Oh yes, I'm an open book. <laughs> um, I was 36, <laughs> so I had been, uh, in terms of my career, my traditional career of law enforcement, I'd been on the job at that point for about close to 15 years by then. But I was still young. I was only 36 years old. So it was a it was a very jarring moment for me. I wound up spending a couple of days in the hospital. Fortunately, I, they found out that I didn't have a heart attack. They think I had a mini stroke. Um, but I've been totally healthy mm-hmm. since then. So things have been physically things have been phenomenal. But I believe I needed it because I had been coasting at that point. Life was uh, what I found over the years of coaching is that most people, when life is just good, and I'm using air quotes when I say the word good. You know, it, uh, 
we tend not to do anything about it. We tend not to change anything. Even if we're not totally happy, even if we're not doing exactly what we want to do, things usually change for people when we – things have to be bad enough for us to want to change something. You know, it, it's often mm-hmm. how, where people find themselves, and I've certainly been there. I don't say it from judgment. I just say it from observation. Uh, and I mm-hmm. certainly need to be shaken the way I did and, you know, fortunately, I've been surrounded by some really amazing people since then that have kind of helped me evolve through that process and, and not waste it. Okay. So let's get into this million-dollar influence. In yes. your own words, what sure. is the million-dollar influence? You know, I like to narrow it down to, to just three words. I, I think When I think of reason I titled the book Million Dollar Influence is because I think of Million Dollar Influence as something that's irresistible, it's impactful, it's authentic. And the title was a play on words from the phrase million dollar smile. If you ever heard somebody say, oh my gosh, that person, they got a million dollar smile. And it's one of those things where when you see it, you, you can't take your eyes off it. You want to get more of it. You just want to be closer to that person. And that's how I feel about influence when it's done authentically and and, and, in the right way and and, in a way that I believe through my experience professionally and personally, the the way the influence is done without manipulation. Uh, And that's where the title Mm -hmm. came from. It's funny because I hesitated to, to name my book what I named it because I just thought it would give the wrong impression for someone who didn't know what the book was about, but it, Somebody very smart, somebody very wise said, just make a good subtitle and they'll get it. (laughs) Wow. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, my gosh, million dollar influence. Then as I began to research it, it, you're talking about maybe life purpose, but we shall see. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) What are the top four reasons? people fail at influence? Sure. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent question. And it's funny. I started seeing this pattern over the years, the more I started researching the topic and, and through coaching and through leadership. And the number one thing, the number one reason I see people fail at influence is just simply inattention, meaning a lack of attention mm-hmm. to the fact that every single thing we do personally and professionally in business or otherwise, everything is influence. It has an effect. And I'm talking everything from the colors we choose on our web pages to how we greet somebody in the morning to what people see or hear when they come into our physical store, everything. And while some people say, well, oh gosh, now, you know, you're making me overwhelmed because it seems like that's too much to pay attention to. But I think of it different. I, I think of it, if we think of it as, a long list of opportunities, then it becomes empowering because we have so mm-hmm. many different ways and touch points where we can, we can influence people in the way we want authentically to influence them. So that's the number one thing. It's, it's just simply paying attention to the fact that we're always influencing. Um, the, the second reason would be um, just simply a lack of generosity. And it's, and I spent a lot of time with entrepreneurs and, in, in the information uh, industry, people that teach people how to grow their businesses or how to improve their health, things of that nature. And one of the common struggles I, I 
coach my clients on is, is I tell them like, you need to be a lot more generous than you're being with your content. And simply what I mean by generosity is just give people things that will help them and help them fast and they'll come back for more. You know, people want to be around people that give them things that actually change their life and, and can impact their life. And, and most people understand that you're not going to give everything away for free, but you have to give people a sample of what you're about. And that works, that works in industry and that works in our personal lives. Generosity is usually this, a lack of generosity is usually the second biggest mistake people make. And the third is a bit counterintuitive. Uh, the third mistake is usually a lack of boundaries and I know it may sound counterintuitive because I'm talking about generosity in one breath and then the next breath I'm talking about making sure we have boundaries. But when I say boundaries, <laughs> I mean having having in place um, really a, a strict conviction about our values, what we're willing to allow into our lives and what we don't allow. It's, it's about letting people know what you actually stand for because it's very difficult. The reason that's one of the biggest mistakes is it's very difficult to be influential if nobody knows what we stand for. So people need to get a really good idea of what your boundaries are, what your values are, what you stand for and what you just refuse to tolerate. And when people have that really clear picture about who we are as people, that's when we become influential because somebody think your name gets mentioned. Somebody says, Oh yeah, I know them. And they just start just describing you. That's when you know you're, you're, being influential, um, truly being influential. And the last mistake is simply number four is just people uh, that the fourth reason that people tend to fail influences, they think, they think that personality is more important than practice. You know, influence is a skill. And you know, one of the toughest things that I found through my career has been convincing people that they don't have to have a certain type of personality in order to be influential. I mean, I know some people who are extremely influential, and they are very, by nature, they're very introverted. They're quiet. They don't like to speak much. They don't like crowds. But they're extremely influential because they practice the art of influence. And on the flip side, I know people that are very boisterous and outgoing, and they like to be the life of the party, but they find themselves struggling when it comes to trying to influence people in their business and, and at home and in their social world. So, um uh, the, the, that fourth biggest mistake is is thinking we need a certain type of personality to be influential, and it's just not the case. Wow, these are these are good. So, you know, when it comes to that second and third uh, reason, lack of generosity, mm-hmm. and then the lack of boundaries. What is just one one piece of advice in terms of lack of boundaries? How do you communicate mm-hmm. that? Mm, mm. As, as far as practicing influence, uh, probably the yeah. best way to communicate that. Yeah, that's that's a great point. I'm glad you break uh, you bring that up. The best, the absolute best way to communicate boundaries is through our actions instead of our words. Um, okay. Meaning, when people when people see what we engage in, when see people see how we engage in conversations, when they see the way what we talk about, what we spend our time doing, how we structure our day, the types of places uh, and things that we attach ourselves to and what we don't attach ourselves to. We 
I find it, it is very, as a matter of fact, I can't even think of the last time I really had to tell somebody what my values are. I just, it's not something I say, it's just something I do. And to me, I think that is by far, and I'm sure you've had this experience as well. Um, you know, when, when, when people are watching what you do, that's what they'll believe. That's what they'll believe about mm-hmm. you. That's what they'll, they'll know about you because you didn't have to say a word. They just watch how you behave and they get to know you and they get to understand you. And, and, and that's, that's way more effective than trying to explain to somebody what your boundaries are. So that's so the next time you get that friend request on Facebook, Instagram, mm. LinkedIn, any other social media, <laughs> you click it and say yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That is right. That is right. <laughs> okay. Well, hold that thought. I like to make sure that we have plenty of time to capture the next ideas here. You are listening to the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise and Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins. We are going to take a short break. And when we return, Mr. Hawkins will share with us some more pearls of wisdom and the number one pillar of game-changing relationships. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Learn the secrets to awaken your own financial genius. Mark Jackson II has written an Amazon International bestseller, Read Me or Stay Broke. This gripping story does the impossible marvelously. This book entertains and educates the reader. The book transforms the reader with an emotional journey filled with dynamic financial discoveries. In an effort to pay his dying mother's medical bills, Josh has burned the candle at both ends for far too long. In a last-ditch effort to stay afloat, he works even harder while his boss is breathing down his neck. Exhausted and desperate, Josh comes to a simple realization. He is broke and out of options. Until one day, a mysterious woman offers him a challenge. Her company offers him the chance to learn the powerful money secrets of the rich secrets that have built fortunes for centuries but were always hidden from the public. But there's a catch. If Josh can complete the challenge, his mother's bills will be paid in full, fail, and she will die in debt. In his darkest moment, Josh agrees to the challenge. You will learn side by side with Josh as he is exposed to the seven mentors, savings, debt, credit, taxes, business, stocks, and real estate investing, the seven keys to wealth building. To save his mother's life, all he needs to do is listen, learn, and apply the secrets from each lesson. Will he be able to learn all the secrets in time? Can he complete the challenge in time to save his mother? This powerful story will keep you on the edge of your seat. You can get your copy on Amazon.com. Do you want to stay connected to Mark Jackson II? You can find him on Facebook under Mark Sweeney Jackson or www.facebook.com forward slash Mark Jackson 2. And read me or stay broke at www.facebook.com forward slash read me or stay broke. Mark 2 is also on Instagram under Mark's Jackson 2. 
and read me or stay broke. Lastly, you can find him on Twitter under at MarkJackson2. We're back on the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise and special guest, Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins. We are continuing the conversation about influence and how to build your brand just by being authentic. If you have any questions, then please call into the show on 929-477-3973. But before we continue, I want to make sure everyone knows how to contact our special guest, Mr. Aaron Hawkins. Could you please give us your contact information for our listeners? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the easiest way to, to get in touch with me by far is just uh, straight on my website. It's AaronKeithHawkins.com. That's A-A-R-O-N-K-E-I-T-H-H-A-W-K-I-N-S.com. And from there, you can get a free copy of my book, or you can reach out, send me a message, and uh, I always respond relatively quickly. Thank you so much. So as we were saying before the break, we are wanting to know, you know, how can we enhance or elevate our relationships, especially professionally, what is the number one pillar of game-changing relationships? Mm, Absolutely. That's a a strong question. Uh, By far, (laughs) by far the number one uh, pillar for changing the game in any relationship, professionally or personally, is to recognize that it is not up to the other person. It's up to us. And that's just, that's just the way it is. And it's not convenient, but it's the truth. Uh, Our relationships are not up to the other person. They're up to us ultimately. And the reason for that is simple. We will never have control over anyone. I mean, I've been, my wife and I've been married since 1996. It's been 20, this is 23 years now. And she does not have control over me, and I certainly don't have control over her, but we both absolutely are constantly influencing each other. So that the, the way that influence works is her, her actions have an impact on me, and my actions have an impact on her. And when we're willing to remember that whatever we want our relationships to be, we need to behave in a way that guides the dynamic of that relationship as opposed to simply reacting to the other people that we're in relationships with. And and that is not an easy lesson to, it's easier in theory than it is in practice. And it certainly takes, takes a certain level of humility, but is by far the most effective lesson that I've ever learned. And it's the most effective lesson uh, that I try to, to um, impart on my clients and the people that I work with. Oh, thank you so much. You know, as you were sharing, I was just, you know, giggling on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everybody want to be right when it comes to having that dialogue, but you got to humble yourself. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Humility is not easy, but um, but a healthy amount of humility is extremely effective, extremely effective. So when you say honor the person and perspective, what do hmm. you mean by that? Yes, that's uh, that's also not an easy one. You put me on the spot here with these, <laughs> <laughs> these questions that are that are somewhat inconvenient. People are like, oh, I don't want to talk to him anymore. He's making me do work. <laughs> it's the truth, though. 
and it's it's one of the these are one of the core mandates, and I'm glad you brought it up. I'll joke aside. One of the core mandates of effective influence is to honor the person in perspective. And the thing to remember is this, and I and I'll use this. Um, I'll use an ex- like a leadership example uh, in my career. There's we have we have a handful of leaders at the top of the organization, people that are in the executive suite, so to speak. And each of us have our own opinions. We have our own perspectives about things. And, but we also, we're all in a position that we're in some influential positions, but the only way that we can effectively interact with each other and interact with the organization as a whole is to make sure that we make it our way of life that regardless of who it is we're speaking to or what it is they're trying to share with us, we treat both the person and the perspective that they currently have with Mm -hmm. authentic respect. And here's Mm -hmm. what I mean by that. Many times, uh, and I've certainly, and I'll be the first one to raise my hand and say, been there, done that. Many times we will Mm -hmm. judge a person's communication by either A, who they are, or B, what we know their opinion already is just based on our history with them. And because we wind up with these preconceptions about who the person is, and then that's doubled with our uh, preconceptions about what their opinion or perspective is, we've already come to our conclusion about, you know, we're kind of wasting our time talking or listening to them. As opposed to understanding that, understanding that regardless of whether or not we agree with their opinion, or agree with some of the things they've done in the past. Everybody in our world and our organizations, they deserve to be respected as individuals. And the more we do that, the more we, we exercise that, that respect and, and having that honor for a person and letting them be who they are and be who they are and, and express what they want to express, the more we're going to influence them to do the same with us. And it's an amazing thing when when we're willing to completely listen and even if we don't agree with a, an opinion, try to understand why does this person have this opinion? It's contagious. Like we're willing to listen to somebody and, and, and I've, trust me, over the years, I'm sure we've all heard some crazy opinions about things, whether it be uh, business or politics or relationships or anything. We've all heard some stuff that just makes us cringe. We hear it all the time. But the more we're willing to listen and empathize and understand, even if we don't agree, the more we influence other people to listen and try to understand uh, and, and try to understand us and listen to, listen to our perspectives. And that's when influence happens, when we're, when we're willing to, to open our eyes and ears and just treat people with respect and allow them to express um, what their thoughts are. Uh, that's, that is world-changing, and I can tell you from an organizational standpoint in our business, one of the best things we do is um, that I've been fortunate enough to do is work with some leaders who we've adopted that as our as a philosophy. Like we, anytime we make big decisions, we reach out to people and get as much outside input as we can, and mm-hmm. it just works. It absolutely works. So. 
if you want to be the person to gain change your relationship, so to speak, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what yeah. you need to do. Yes. But if you're not willing yes. to grow, then this may not work for you. Is what you're saying? Absolutely, sure. If, if, if you know, in order for us to, in order for a relationship to evolve and grow and expand, we have to do the same. Like we have to be willing to grow and expand and you know be flexible. You know, we all, you know, if, <laughs> to use the old analogy, you know, the, the tree that bends doesn't break. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's the same way that goes in relationships. You know, when you're in a relationship with that, and someone's completely rigid and they're inflexible and they just demand, no, this is the way it is, and I'm not going to budge. Well, just like a tree, those those hard and, and brittle trees, they just snap if they're not willing to flex one way or the other. It doesn't mean we have to completely quit and, and be unwilling or unable to express our own opinions and values, but we have to be able to give what we want to receive. And that changes, man, just personally, my, my, my own marriage and relationship over the years, I can't imagine being the same person I was 15 years ago. I'd probably... I'd, I'd chew myself out <laughs> because <laughs> because it's been such a, it's been such a journey, and I've been willing to 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 grow, and and that's that's part of the fun of the journey in business and life is is to wake up in the morning and say, okay, what can I learn today? What can I do different today that will probably work better than what worked yesterday? And when we're willing to be lifetime students uh, in business and our personal lives, then we will experience a lifetime of great experiences. That's that's just been my that's been a lesson that life has taught me over the years. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. So on that note, what advice would you offer entrepreneurs who are looking to create life changing connections? Mm. Uh the <laughs> the you know the best piece of advice I can give someone uh, to to an entrepreneur that's listening and, and they just want to create some life changing connections is is this you must and I mean must with a capital bold underlined italicized you must be willing to get out of your box and reach out and create connections every single week. Somebody told me uh, one of the best pieces of advice I heard years ago was somebody said you know when people when people are claiming they have a client problem, like they don't have enough customers, they don't have enough clients. The truth is Mm -hmm. that they don't have a client or customer problem. They have a relationship problem. They don't have enough, enough relationships. And that's one of the biggest lessons I've learned in business. The more relationships you create and the more relationships you create authentically, the better your business grows. Because you need to have relationships with clients, potential clients, even people that become part of your following, your tribe that may never become a paying client, but they will talk about you. And then you need people on the other end that are that are in business uh, like you are. You need to have relationships with other entrepreneurs and other business owners, business owners people that you can collaborate with, get advice from, they can get advice from you. Um, Building relationships is the most important thing, but you have to be making a lifestyle that, you know, every week you're connecting and creating new relationships with new people. And that's, that can be done just like this. Um, 
doing radio shows like like you're doing and, and having this massive impact to everybody that's listening to your show. You can do it. I mean, gosh, these days you can do it, you know, through Facebook lives, webinars. It doesn't matter how you do it, but you have to be building connections and relationships, uh, and you have to be willing to get uncomfortable. You have to. You have to be because certainly when I started, you know, I was <laughs> I would break out in a sweat every time I did an interview or a podcast or talk to a new client. Uh, but over time, you get used to it, and that's what it's about is growing and getting used to creating those connections and enjoying the process. Uh, that's what will absolutely change the course of a business. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that because I know when I received your friend request, I was like, huh, million-dollar influence. I think that's <laughs> something that I need to know about. <laughs> Well, I hope you. I hope you. Uh, you know, he's he's cool. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. Yeah, let me just add him to my list. <laughs> I'm so grateful you did. Likewise. So, is there anything else you would like to share with us about what you are doing to help others? Do you have upcoming workshops, speaking engagements? What is the name of your podcast? Yes, my, uh, thank you so much for letting me share. The name of my podcast is Unbreakable Success, uh, and most of my most of my shows are, are interview shows shows with other experts, um, uh, experts, thought leaders, authors, things of that nature. Uh, much like this conversation, and uh, it's usually a weekly show. So absolutely, you can find it on iTunes, uh, Unbreakable Success, or you can just type Aaron Key Talkins, and that'll pop up. Uh, and outside of the podcast. At any time, you go to my website. If anyone's been listening about this book, Unbreakable Success, I give it away for free on my website. So if anybody wants to go to AaronKeithHawkins.com and just grab a free copy of the book, it's yours. Going back, I'm trying to practice what I preach. It's generosity, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you can always, it's always available. You get a free copy. I love it. It's 24-7 available free, correct? That is correct, 24-7. Anytime you go to AaronKeithHawkins.com and, and download a copy of uh, Million Dollar Influence, absolutely free. Okay, so one more time for the listeners. How can we connect with you? Sure, absolutely. It's AaronKeithHawkins.com. It's A-A-R-O-N-K-E-I-T-H-H-A-W-K-I-N-S.com. Uh, you can reach out to me there. Uh, grab a copy of the book, listen to the podcast, send me a message, and uh, I would be happy to hear from you and grateful to be part of your world. Okay. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we're grateful. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast. Okay, well, we're going to go on another quick break, and when we return, I will share with you some messages from the Spirit and Angels. This is Dr. Elise and Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Do you wonder why it is important to understand our true birth identity? Do you know your spiritual gifts and talents? Do you wonder how to tap into your creative genius? Everybody has a talent in something. Through the 501c3 not-for-profit Elise Spiritual Healing and Wellness Center, Minister Dr. Elise has proven to thousands 
through her creative meditations, intuitive readings, life coaching, books, audio CDs, mobile apps, online courses, seminars, class tours, and workbooks, that by learning how to tap into your creative genius, you can manifest your dreams and heart's desires in every area of your life. With six steps to tapping into your creative genius, you will get a closer look at each step that is required to help you connect to your intuition through creativity, meditation, and mindfulness. Discover why connecting to your intuition is the solid foundation in which you need to manifest your dreams. Gain a new perspective on nature, spiritual practices, creativity, meditation, mindfulness, and how they relate to your overall born identity. It is your divine birthright to live boldly and intuitively. You are a creative genius. Connect to your intuition. Manifest your dreams. Discover your creative genius now. You can get your copy on Amazon.com or directly from our online store at www.elisehealingcenter.com. We're back on the Elise Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise. While we were on break, I received some intuitive insights for you, and I intuitively selected a postcard from the Spirit using the Colette Baron Reed system. Let me share them with you. Dearest you, we bet you must be so exhausted some days, given as much as you do, sharing your energy so beautifully in service to the highest good, can leave you feeling depleted like an empty well. If it feels as if there's no more water for you, the good news is we have a plan. Today, go take a relaxing bath, book a massage, read a novel, buy yourself flowers, or plant some in your garden. Make time for self-care, not more work on yourself. By tending to yourself now, you are reminded to do some more often. And by sheer to use a word that might have caused you anxiety in the past but is essential for your well-being now. No. So be sure to use this word, guys. No. Say it with us. No, thank you. No, I can't. You do not have to explain. Just say no. Gently but firmly, then go for a soak. Life will wait for you to bring yourself back to center, replenished, and ready for more adventure. We love you so much. Guys, this is a beautiful message, and just making sure that you set healthy boundaries and let people know that, you know, you are willing, ready, and able to serve, but you can't really do that if you are serving from a place of lack. You have to serve from a place of overflow. So when you Set healthy boundaries and make sure you're taking care of you. And this is not something that is meant to be selfish. That's not what this is. In fact, it's selfless because you are recognizing the fact that you need spiritual rest, physical rest, and mentally rest so that you can go back and continue to serve humanity. So, you know, that's a beautiful message that came through. If you are not taking the time out now to do whatever it may mean for you in terms of self-care, 
Now is the time for you to start carving that out. If you're not able to do that on a consistent basis, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and work your way up is a start, guys. But you do owe it to yourself. It is your divine birthright to learn how to set healthy boundaries so that you are balanced in body, mind, and spirit. The second message that came through is this. Dearest wonderful you, to help you manifest a life for the highest good, we invite you to examine your deepest desires. Imagine all your desires, no matter what kind, like magic seed pods in a basket glowing with infinite potential. Look closely at each one. Are you afraid that some may bring you too much attention and invite negative reactions from others? Is change too daunting? Are you afraid to stretch and grow? Let yourself be led forward and let the seeds of positive intention take to the wind. Your desires count and you are worthy of them. They are essential for co-creating your world. Did you ever consider that when a desire comes from deep within you, it might be spirit moving you to create something beautiful to share with others? Some desires are infused with miraculous powers to move the heart and influence the world in ways you can't possibly know. We know you and love you so deeply and are so happy to support you. So, you know, this here is another positive message to kind of listen to your intuition. And for some people, you know, it may be, that soft voice, you know, some people may feel a churn in their stomach. You know, you may have heard people say, trust your gut, or whenever my stomach churns, you know, I feel this certain way. Some people get a feeling, but whatever it is, however the spirit communicates to you, no matter your faith, you need to listen to it so that you can continue to manifest a life that is for your highest good, and for all the people in which you have been called to serve as well. That's how you're able to increase your influence and your personal power. It's not necessarily something that's monetary, guys. You know, it's it's spiritual energy, spiritual life force that, you know, whenever you walk into a room, you show up as someone who is nurturing, someone who radiates positive energy. So, you know, taking it back to the first message of self-care and then now, you know, listening and trusting your intuition, all of that increases your personal power. Some other messages came in. We have two numbers that came in. We have the number 33 for communication. And then we also have the number 67 for physical activity. So, again, part of self-care can be physical activity. This is just a sign that many of you may need to increase your physical activity or pay attention to what you're doing for your physical activity. And then the number 33 deals with communication. You need to monitor how you are communicating to others. Most importantly, 
how you're communicating to yourself. You want to make sure that your self-talk is positive so that your actions can match that as well. A message that came in from the angels is ask. Ask us to help you in this situation, and we will immediately go to work on your behalf. We're governed by many universal laws, and among them is the free will that allows you to make your own choices and decisions. So we patiently await your request. So you have angels, guys. Call on your angels to help you. Lastly, we have a message from Archangel Michael. And, you know, his message is basically saying, you know, whatever you're doing, it is part of your life purpose. It is your life purpose, and you need to stick with it. Here's a prayer that can kind of help you with your divine life purpose if you are not fully aware of what that is. Archangel Michael, you know the details of my divine life purpose, and I ask you to help me be aligned with my goals. Please clearly guide my actions so that I'm taking the best steps to fully manifest my wonderful and meaningful career. Wow. This is a powerful message, guys. Powerful. One thing that I know about a life purpose is when you understand why you're on a certain job or you have chosen a certain career path, it is only then when you will be able to look at your career experiences in a positive light. Oh, okay, I had to go through that particular challenge to learn the necessary skill set as well as the life lessons in order to move on to the next phase or the next level of my life purpose. So when you start looking at opportunities and challenges in ter- in terms of, you know, what life lesson did I learn from it? You know, what are the skills that I needed to learn? How did I grow from this? How did I impact others? When you start having those type of conversations with yourself and be honest in your reflection, that's how you're able to know the details of your divine life purpose. So, again, no matter your faith, you owe it to yourself to connect to your intuition so that you can know the 411 on what it is that you are called to do here on earth. If you would like to contact me, you can go to our Healing Center's website, www.elisehealingcenter.com, or find us on Facebook at Elise Spiritual Healing and Wellness Center. You can also find us on Instagram. I'm also on Instant Go as Arizona Elise. If you have any life questions, then send them to AskDrElise at gmail.com, and I will answer them via video response on our YouTube channel. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. Thank you, Mr. Aaron Keith Hawkins, for being our special guest. Please join me every first and third Wednesdays of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time 
1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next time on the Elise Intuition Radio Show, we will have special guest Benson Gideon here to share pearls of wisdom on how to find your work-life balance in entrepreneurship. In other words, what's your M.O.? Leadership strategist, Mr. Gideon has boatloads of experiences to share with us, so this is an episode that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Have a great week, and I'll see you back here next time. Remember, you are loved, you are valued, and you are competent. You've been listening to the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This hit show comes to you live every third Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Each show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. If you've missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Dr. Elise, visit EliseHealingCenter.com. That's EliseHealingCenter.com.